Welcome to Bluegrass Basketball Week 9 of our podcast. My name's Kayla Van Hoos, and I'm with my partner, John Moore. Today, we couldn't work out a time for a video production, so today's episode will be audio only, but not short on content. So, uh, John and I have a lot of information for you. All region brackets were completed, and we're we're ready to hit it. Busy time of year, so hard to get together and video it. Um, you know, we were waiting on our last region to you know, submit their bracket. And the eighth region didn't have their draw till the day at two o'clock. So we didn't want to record anything without having all the information. So the audio way is the way it's going to be this week. Yeah. And, but, and we should be able to get back together for some video next week. So Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, um, you know, this is, this is best time of the year. It's the regional tournament. It is. It's my favorite time of the year. Um, actually, yeah. State tournament's my favorite time of the year, but, you know, I just love the postseason in general. So, Well, we can't get to the state tournament without going through our regional tournaments. So. I know. I know, so I love them all. That's right. Big week. Yep. Lots so of, what sleepless, do you have, what lots do you have of to... sleepless nights around the state for coaches. Oh, definitely. You know, <laughs> and, and fans, too, if you care about it enough. Um, yeah, definitely. What, what do you have for us for Region 1, John? I'm looking at the Region One bracket. You know, um, it's pretty even. It's it's pretty evenly spaced out. You know, Mayfield. We've talked about Mayfield all year, and mm-hmm. um, they actually come in as a runner-up. They lost in their district championship to Graves County by two, and you know, Graves County is another one of those teams that was near the top of the first region um, all year long. So. Mayfield actually beat Graves County twice this year during the regular season. One game was um, an overtime, and the other one was a pretty close game throughout. So no surprise that when those two teams played that it ended up, you know, being what it is. But obviously they're on opposite sides of the bracket. So, uh, But I look at the first – you know, I'm looking at their first-round matchup. Mayfield plays Fulton County in the first round. Fulton County won their district. Mayfield's beaten them twice this year. Both times pretty handedly. They played them in the All-A region, and then they played them again in the regular season. So I look, you know, Mayfield. And then the next game would be McCracken County and Murray, which I think is an interesting game. McCracken County is another team with Mayfield and Graves County that have been kind of up near the top all year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Murray's got some experience. They were in the state tournament two years ago. You know, Coach Fleener's there, and, and he's done a good job. You know, they've been another team that you've heard about a lot recently in past years in all A. So Murray McCracken's another nice matchup. I look, you know, but I look at a semifinal McCracken and Mayfield, which would be a really good game. And then the bottom half of the bracket, you've got Graves County. Um, will match it with Hickman County. And Marshall County will match it with Paducah-Tillman. So another one, you know, that you look at and you're kind of like, oh, gosh, you know, Paducah-Tillman's coming in as a runner-up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they lost to McCracken. So I think you have, obviously, the four best teams just on paper and based upon what they've done throughout the year are Mayfield, McCracken, Graves, and Tillman. And, you know, that that, that could be the semifinals. Now, I'm not going to count Marshall County out. You know, they won their district. They've been – we've talked about before, they've been through a lot this year in Marshall County, obviously. So those kids are playing with heavy hearts. And, and you know, sometimes tragedies can can, you know – really get a team together even more than they already were because they have another thing to play for. 
Right. So, you know, that's another that's another deal there. So I look at that Marshall County Paducah Tillman matchup in the first round of the first region tournament to be a really, really good game. But, you know, I've I've decided that I'm not going to to pick winners of regions this week. I'm just gonna talk about maybe possibilities of semifinal or final matchups that would be really good. Okay. Um, because, you know, it's that time of year you don't wanna you don't wanna rub someone the wrong way and people go out searching for a reason to say that they've been doubted and all that. So, um, but in the, in the, in the first, I look, I look at Mayfield, McCracken, Graves and Tillman in the semis, but I wouldn't be surprised if Marshall beat Tillman. So, and then from there that one of those four teams has been near the top all year and has a legit chance to win it. So going to be a good tournament. It's a good competitive tournament. You know, first region, you don't hear a lot about it because it's way, way, way out there, but, the bracket's pretty spread out. It should be a pretty good tournament this week. And and maybe next week we can kind of give our predictions on the championships because they won't be finished playing in right. most regions. Most, most regions are, you know, semifinals or finals on Monday or semifinals Monday, finals Tuesday. It mm-hmm. kind of goes around. So we'll have probably at least all of our semifinal matchups set next week, if not some finals matchups. So we can go, we can come back and look at that. But, First region looks to be a pretty um, a pretty competitive tournament, and whoever wins it has definitely earned their right, you know, to uh, to make it to state tournament. You know, I've been I've been looking at all these brackets, and I've not really found very many blowout situations. So there's a, there, there's there's a couple out there, yeah. and there's going to be that. You've got a couple mm-hmm. of of teams that the top two teams in the in the region drew on the same side, and, and that kind of situation. Right. But for the most part, yeah, you're right. It's it's pretty. There's a lot out. of parity this year. I'm I'm pretty. There excited. is there is there's a lot of parity this year. So, um, but moving on to Region Two, you know, I, I want to go back. We we talked about University Heights, Christian County, and um, Hopkinsville in that mm-hmm. district, and you know, we talked about Christian County was going to play Hoptown in the first round of the district, and Christian County beat them twice and all that. And I and I I picked Hopkinsville. I'm like you know I'm not going to shy away from that, but. University Heights, not only did they, they get by Hopkinsville, they beat Christian County, too. So, University yeah. Heights comes in as a winner. And so, some poor team had to draw Christian County. <laughs> you know, you in the first district, round. You, you win your district, and then the next morning, there you go. You're, win, you're coming in, and you're drawing Christian County. So, um, you know, I've said it all year. I know that people don't want to hear it, but I, I, I just think that you're going to see University Heights and Christian County in the finals. I really do. Yeah. Um, you know, Henderson County has had a good year. Mm-hmm. And the tournament is at Henderson County, so they have the home court situation going for them. Now, they're on the same side as Christian, so Henderson and Christian would be in the semis if they both won their first-round games. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it's just one of those deals. University Heights, you know, they got Hopkins County Central in the first round, and then they would play the winner of Crittenden County and Union County. So, um, but you never count anybody out. You know, there's a reason that they're there. There's a reason they're in the regional tournament. They – they, you know, move past their district tournament for a reason. They're good enough to win a game when it matters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things funny things happen this time of year with teams and players and stuff. So well, and kids, you just never know what they're gonna they're gonna do. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking 15, 15 to eighteen year old kids. You know, you can't predict anything they're gonna do. So, um, but you know, shout out to Kiki Tandy. He had an unbelievable district tournament. Um, you know, so he basically carried the load. For, for heights to get them to where they're at. Um, but I would be really surprised if we don't see heights Christian County round four for the, for the regional championship. 
and and yet another good game. Yeah, I mean, a great game. The two teams that know each other like, you know, crazy. All those kids are from the same area, and they've played against each other forever. So, you know, another another tie, a game that you throw the records out the window and, you know, you just play it. So. Yeah. But, you know, moving on. So, Region 3, we had, you know, we talked about the Owensboro, Owensboro Catholic, Davis County, and Apollo District is one of those teams that's probably going to come out. Uh-huh. And I'd be darned, Apollo just decided that Owensboro wasn't even going to make the regional tournament. Uh-huh. Apollo, uh, Apollo upset Owensboro um, in the first round of the district, so Owensboro went home. And then Owensboro Catholic, you know, they beat Davis County. So Davis County and Owensboro, two teams that in my mind were good enough to win the third region, they're not even in the regional tournament. I know. So That really has been one of the more shocking district tournaments. Uh, endings for me. Yeah, I was, you know, I saw Owensboro play a couple times this year. You know, we had talked about Jacorian Gardner, who was the KBC player of the year in that region. Um, And, you know, I was really impressed with him. But just, you know, you just never know what can happen this time of year. So I look at the bracket, and you've got Ohio County, Edmondson County, and then Meade County, Apollo. And one of those four teams probably didn't really expect to be in a situation where they could be in the regional championship game, and one of them will be, you know, mm-hmm. because Apollo, yeah, they upset, you know, they upset Owensboro, but then they end up, they're still a runner-up. They got beat by Catholic, by Owensboro Catholic. So, um, and then in the bottom part, you got Grayson, Muhlenberg, and then Owensboro Catholic, Breckenridge County. And, you know, I, I think it's Owensboro Catholics to lose, mm-hmm. but in the third region, there's not really a team that you look at, and they're like, okay, they're the best team in the region. You know, that's the team you really got to – It's kind of know, it's kind of an even playing with, field in that with, region tournament. With Owensboro and Davis County out of it, you know, um, it just kind of opens things up. You know, I, I look at the records, and, you know, Owensboro Catholic's 21-9, Meade County 16-9, Breckenridge is 15-12, mm-hmm. you know, and then the rest of the teams there that are in that in that tournament are all right around the 500 mark. So there's going to be somebody playing for a district – for a regional championship, I mean – that definitely wasn't expecting to be there, you know. Um, Either way. Yeah, so, and that's the thing, though. That, that's the thing about this time of year. You know, funny things happen, and, and and you just can't predict it. You can sit here and try and do it. You know, I know people that try and predict the Sweet 16 field in October, you know. And it's yeah. Like, there's no science to it. There's no perfect science to it. It just kind of is what it is. So, but the third region is going to be competitive. Um, you know, Owensboro Catholic probably would be the favorite going in, but you just never know what can happen. So that should be another district, another regional tournament that that's really competitive. And that one's played at the at the Sports Center there in Owensboro. So yeah, and it would have all kinds of exciting games because I think they're all going to be kind of close. And it's just gonna well, they're be... all even. They're, I mean, with the except if you look at if you just go look at records, which I know that that can be deceiving, but you take you take Owensboro Catholic out of there, and the rest of them are all kind of similar. Mm-hmm. And they've all kind of beat up on each other. So, you know, it, it can be anyone that comes up and, and challenges Owensboro Catholic. So, um, but moving on to the force, you know, we've talked about Warren Central and Bowling Green all year long. And, and, yes, you know, and they ended up on opposite ends of the region tournament. Well, as well obviously, so. they're in the yeah. same district. But right. Bowling, Bowling Green beat Warren Central in the district championship. And I think, yeah. you know, we had talked about it was Warren Central, it was Warren Central's year this year. Mm-hmm. But Bowling Green's just not having it. So, you know, I look down at this bracket, and this bracket's really intriguing to me for the following reasons. Um, you know, I'm pretty familiar with what goes on in the fourth region. 
Um, yeah. I have some friends that coach down there, and, you know, I spent some time down there, obviously. So Bowling Green through Clinton County, which, you know, Clinton County has tournament experience. So they're not going to be shell-shocked, you know, coming in there playing Bowling Green. Right. And, and Bowling Green gets everybody's best shot down there anyway. So, you know, that's got a chance to be a pretty good game. But the next game, Todd County Central and Monroe County. Monroe County was the one seed in their district tournament, and they were kind of one of those teams that people looked at after Bowling Green and Warren Central mm-hmm. that could maybe run, have a chance to run at the you know, run it out and win the region. Well, they come in as a loser, and they get Todd County Central – who's a winner, and, you know, this is no knock on Todd County Central, but they're not a team that you think about when you think about the fourth region. And right. they come in, you know, having won their district over, uh, you know, Franklin Simpson, and Franklin Simpson had upset Russellville in the first round in a 1-4 matchup. So, you know, that game is intriguing to me because Monroe County would probably go in as a favorite, but yeah. Todd County's playing pretty good right now, and so they did what they had to do to get there. Then you go on down, you got Russell County and, and Franklin Simpson, two teams that have kind of records-wise underachieved this year. You know, Franklin Simpson graduated a ton of kids, Taven Lovin, and that really good group that they had last year. Um, and then Russell County's got a new head coach, Billy Carson, who's a buddy of mine and has done a really good job with them. So that's a game, Russell County, Franklin Simpson, one of those two teams is going to be in the semifinal, and probably that wasn't on their to-do list this year. And, you know, you talk about it and you want to – but, you know – in all reality, you know, I don't think if I'd have talked to Coach, you know, Carson at Russell um, and told him, hey, you know, you, you're, you, you're looking pretty good to be in the region semifinal in your first year as a head coach, he probably would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa now, you know, one day at a time. Yeah, do, don't but, say that. <laughs> yeah, so, and then I think the, one of the best first-round matchups in the state of Kentucky in the region, Glasgow and Warren Central. Glasgow's got a really nice team. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been kind of up and down with their athletic. You know, they won that district. And then, obviously, we've talked about Warren Central being the prohibitive favorite this year in the fourth region. So, that's another good matchup. But yeah, I think Glasgow's going to give them kind of a, a rough way to I, go. I do so. think that the winner of that Glasgow-Warren Central game will be in the finals. So, you know, I'm looking – I'm going to say it like I always do. It's, I think it's going to be Bowling Green Warren Central for the championship again. You know, they're, they're going to play. And, and that's just – it's an easy – it's easy to say that. But, you know, I've said it all year, until somebody else in the fourth region steps up and shows me or anybody else that they can beat Bowling Green or beat Warren Central when it really matters, you know, I just can't – you can't pick against that happening. So, right. in the fourth region, I just look for that – I look for that to be round four with those two teams and their, you know, rivals and stuff, so. Be a good, be a good region tournament out there in the It will be. It will be. And now we get to my favorite, and I say that as I hold up quotation marks with my hand, my favorite <laughs> region, the fifth. Well, and I we love did, the fifth region. Uh, well, we did get what we wanted. We got John Harden and LaRue County on opposite sides of the bracket. Right. So they couldn't meet until the finals. But I want to give a shout-out to um, – we talked about him earlier in the year. You know, Joby Howard at Caverna, uh-huh. he, you know, got his team into the regional tournament. They beat Greene County, who had given them problems all year. And Joby showed up and did nothing but score 57 points and hit 13 three-pointers in the game in the first round of the district tournament. Have yourself a game, Joby. I mean, this kid – and, you know, I don't know if many people have seen Joby play. You know, he, you look at him and he's – 
he's not going to pass the eye test as far as physically. He's not big, strong. You know, he's a shorter, smaller kid, but the kid can play. If he was about four or five inches taller, he'd be getting recruited by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I talked to some people. How tall is Joby? Do you know? Uh, he's not quite six foot. I want to say he's about 5'10". Okay. So, um, but I talked to some people in the area, and I know that SEMO, Southeast Missouri State, out of the OVC, had come in to watch him play some. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, they can work something out, or, you know, but they, the kid definitely deserves a shot somewhere. You know, I know it's uh, strange for me to know about SEMO, but I feel like Joby could fit into their playing style because I've seen it. They came a couple of years ago and played at Moorhead, and Cal Gullett actually Well, they're played in the for, same, yeah, they're in the same they, conference. So yeah. we've, we've got a kid that I coached at Dunbar a couple of years ago that's, that plays at SEMO. Um, so the way they do play, I do agree with you, you know, Joby's, Joby's skill set, you he know, could fit would, into that would system, fit in. I think. Right. Yeah. So, I, and I'm not saying he deserves to be Division One or not be Division One or whatever, but I think he deserves a chance from somebody. I mean, the kids put up, Correct. you know, we talked about him earlier in the year. He put up similar numbers against the Dare County and Zion Harmon. So if you can do it against Zion, you know, right, you you can you can do it. So, <laughs> but anyway, back to that. That I just want to give him a little shout out because I think he deserves it. But um, look at the fifth region. You got Barstown, Campbellsville, John Hard, Caverna in the top. Uh, you know. Barstown, Cody Brewer, he does a great job. He's done a great job for years. He's been in the state tournament. Um, I think he'd be the first person to tell you that this team this year isn't necessarily his most talented team, uh-huh. um, but they play really hard. And they they got great team chemistry, and they really just flat get after you. So I don't count a guy like, you know, Coach Brewer who has a lot of experience. You don't want to count him out. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be a tough road for them. Well, and hard okay. work can can beat talent. I mean, it, it can. can. You know, I mean, John Harden. You know, obviously, we're we're, we're looking at John Harden over in the finals. I think that's what everybody wants to see. Uh, I mean, yeah. other than the other teams that are in it, but you know, I love John Harden. I have all season, so I wouldn't be mad about that. Right, and then I look at the bottom. You know, Larue County drew Bethlehem, which I don't think we will have any problem with them. And then Adair County drew Central Harden, and that's an interesting matchup to me because Central Harden. You know, they upset E Town in the first round of the district. I know. And then Adair, as we talked about, they've got Zion, and on any night, if he gets hot, you know, they won their district championship over um, Campbellsville, and I think already hit seven or eight threes in the championship game. So, you know, he's he's an X factor for some of these guys because you have to guard him so differently that if anybody else on the floor steps up, they can beat you. Um, but I think it'll be LaRue County, John Harden in the finals. I look forward to that. I hope it, you know, I hope that is the case. I hope that's the championship. Um, it's at Marion County, so Marion County did not make the fifth region, so there's not really a home court advantage per se right. um, with that. It's a neutral court at that point. It so. is. It's a neutral court. So I'm looking forward to that tournament, seeing how it plays out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's so many games that I wish I could go to, but obviously I'm coaching, so I can't go all around the state and watch some of these games, but right. um, fifth region, well, you know, pretty evenly. I think people were worried that LaRue and Dom might draw on the same side, but they didn't. Um, well, this is this is where we actually we reach out to our followers, because in the region tournament time, like, there's just so much work to be done, So and it's impossible for us to know all scores, everything that's happening, so our followers have helped us out in the past with any kind of pertinent information we need or things that are going on. So, you know, I, I hope that we can continue having that same communication with people throughout the, you know, all the regions. So. Right. Yeah, we definitely need it this time of year. I mean, if you, if you, um, 
get on Twitter this time of year, you're going to see a lot of stuff being retweeted. And, 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 you know, I've seen stuff that I've sent to you to retweet off of our page and you've retweeted a lot of stuff. So, um, but anyway, so fifth region, hopefully we get that LaRouge on Harden matchup that we've been waiting for. So, um, or rematch they did play earlier this year. But, um, so moving on to the sixth and man, I just, you know, we talked about that Valley PRP matchup in the first round and then Fairdale, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's funny because, you know, PRP got by Valley and they played Fairdale and it went down to the wire. And so PRP's a winner. You know, they're a winner. And then in another district, you know, Dolph and Butler, who in my opinion are two of the top three teams in that region, mm-hmm. they're in the same district and Dolph beat Butler. So you look at it now, and of course, who does Dolph draw? They draw Fairdale. And right. who, does PR, who does PRP draw? They draw Butler. So it's just. I mean, but things are sitting up nicely for Fern Creek in that instance because Fern Creek drew Louisville Moore, who they're eight and twenty-one this year. Now they made the regional tournament, good for them. But I think Coach Schuler now he's like, okay, I've got a game that I don't necessarily I can get some guys some rest and get ready for the winner of that Dawson Fairdale, and because Dawson Fairdale is going to be a battle. Um, so in the top bracket, you've got Dawson Fairdale and Fern Creek and Moore, and in the bottom bracket, Bullet Central, J-Town which both of them are kind of mediocre this year up and down, but Bull Central won their district, so you can't take anything away from them for that. And you got that heavyweight matchup, PRP-Butler, um, down there too. So I think the winner of PRP-Butler will definitely be in the finals. And then you're going to have Fern Creek playing Dawson Fairdale, and that's just going to be, you know, any of those three teams could win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And one of them could be out, you know, obviously one of them's going to be out in the first round. So um, it's interesting how it drew out, uh, uh, but – it's going to be a fun week up there in Louisville with the sixth and the, the sixth region, they play their first round games at home sites. So district yeah. championships host the first round. They do the same thing in the Louisville and seventh region too. And then the semifinals and the finals are played at Valley um, for both the sixth and the seventh. So that, that's always been an interesting setup to me. Well, we like did I, that a couple of years ago. Well, maybe not a couple. It's been about 10 years ago in the 11th. We used to do that when I was my first couple of years coaching the 11th region. The, the district champion would be able to host, and then they would play the semifinals and finals of Eastern Kentucky. Now, they've right. gone away from that, but that's, it's, it's different. It's interesting. I think it's a way to reward you for winning your district. For winning the district, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's going to be another one that you just look at, and it's like, you know, you come out of that, you got a chance to win the state tournament. So Definitely. Um, and that, I think that's the case a lot of times out of the sixth or the seventh, or even the oh, 11th. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then moving on to the seventh region, we got what well, everybody got what they wanted in Ballard and Trinity are on opposite sides of the bracket. Yeah. Um, so I look at the bracket in the top. You got Ballard and Mail, which is an interesting game to me. Ballard, I think, would be everybody's favorite. But Mail, you know, we we played Mail this year. They beat us. They have a nice team. They're young. They, they play a lot of sophomores. So I think Mail's kind of on that edge of getting ready to make the next step. And next year they're going to be really good. Um, yeah. But, you know, they match up with Ballard, and then you got Louisville Central and Seneca in the bottom part um, of that top bracket. And in the bottom bracket, you got Louisville Trinity in the Eastern and St. X in Manual. So, Trinity and St. X in the semifinals, that's a rivalry game. So, you know, and St. X is playing pretty good right now. That'll be a packed uh, house, too. Yeah, so if Trinity and Louisville were to play, or Trinity and St. X were to play in the semifinals, you know, throw the records out on that. Um, but, Trinity Ballard, you, you want to see it. Everybody wants to see it. So, um, I it's think it's almost that's like the basketball get. gods would not let them be on the same side of the bracket. Like, right. 
Like yeah. it's not meant to happen. Uh, but that that would be an awesome matchup. Um, and you know, they, like I said before, they play their champ, they play their first round games on home sites, and then they go semifinals, finals, or at Valley, just like the six. So, uh, and now the could be some big games. Yes. Now the Ace Region tournament is played at my favorite gym in the whole state. Henry County. Yeah. Henry County. Um, that's a fun place to be uh, for the regional tournament. And it's it's funny how things played out in the eighth because Anderson County um, upset Spencer County in the first round of the district and then upset Collins in the district championship. So Anderson County, you know, they come in and they draw Henry County. And I know Henry County's hosting it. And, you know, they haven't been – it hasn't been their best year, but they're 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 there. So I think Anderson County, Henry County in the first game. I thought I got to go to Anderson on that. It'd be a good game, but I think Anderson's a little better. Then Walton, Verona, South Oldham, would be an awesome matchup because South Oldham's always good. They've been in the state tournament the last couple of years. You know they're where they're very well coached. They shoot the ball well. The style of play, they can upset you. Then in the bottom part, you got Gallatin, Simon, Kenton, and Oldham County Collins. At Oldham County Collins first round matchup. I mean that's two teams that we talked about winning the region. And Collins gets upset. So Oldham, you know, congratulations, you won your district, you get to play Collins. So, you know, that's another one. Um, well, I, Simon Kenton's good enough to win that district, uh, win that region too. They so, are. And, and I was talking to somebody from Simon Kenton earlier. You know, I got to see them play earlier this season, and they have right. the size and the capacity. Oh, they're big. To do it. Yeah, they're, they're big. big. And, you know, I've always said this, and, and I, I mean, I'm pretty much like an open book. You know me. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how I feel. You know, I think Simon Kenton is the best job in the 8th region because it's the biggest school in the 8th region mm-hmm. and you're in Kenton County and Kenton County has schools that are in three different regions, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Um, and, and Simon Kenton, they, they, I think it's the best job in the region. They've got a big school. They've always got big kids. Like even on years they're down, they've always got some monster, you know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. two or three big, strong athletic kids. So, uh, you know, that's, that's another one. And they got beat by Walton, you know, Walton's in their district. So, there's a lot of good first round matchups. You know, Oldham County Collins is a good matchup. Gallatin County Simon King is a good matchup. And Walton Verona South Oldham is a good matchup. So whoever comes out of the ace is going to have to earn it, you know. Um, but I look at that Oldham County Collins, man, and that's just. And if you're brutal. just a casual fan, I really recommend trying to get to this region tournament because there's the atmosphere no. atmosphere is outstanding. There's no, yeah, there's no better atmosphere than, than Henry County. Their gym is just, it's awesome. It's old. It's pristine. You know. Right. They got seats all the way around, aside from you know one end of the stage. I just I love it, and they host region tournament better than anybody else. So. Right. Yeah, it's great. It's a great atmosphere. The semifinal night's awesome. Um, so if you get a chance, and it's always packed, doesn't matter who's playing. Like people come. Yep. So um, moving on to the ninth. Uh, unfortunately, I think for most people around the state now, the teams in the ninth region aren't going to be upset about it. But Cooper. And Covington Catholic drew on the same side of the bracket. Yep. So that's going to be a semifinal matchup. You know, Newport um, was able to get by Newport Central Catholic and win that district. I think it was a one one or two-point game. Um, they play Holy Cross. And then Dixie Heights and Ryle will play. Ryle will play. And then you got Cooper Newcast and Covington Catholic St. Henry. So, you know, I, I hate to be this way. I'm sure that if the ball was to bounce a certain way, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. But I think you look at Cooper Cubcast in that semifinal game, and it's like, you know, here, here's your here's your winner. Yeah. Um, and they played twice this year. You know, Cooper beat him with the KOB, and then Cubcast beat him in the regular season. So um, that's just 
you know, that's going to be a war. It's going to be low-scoring, defensive, struggle, just grind it out, physical. Like, that's just the way it's going to be. So, um, you know. Cupcats is always such a defensive team. Well, and so is Cooper. I think that's what Cooper's built upon. You know, we've talked about that. Um, Mm -hmm. But when they play – if um, I'll say that if they play in the semifinals over then their their tournaments at NKU uh, at the BB&T Arena where they host the girls state tournament. Um, yeah, for now. For now, yeah. yeah. Um, Cooper and Cubcats in the second round. I mean, first team to fifty might win. I mean, first team to forty-five might win, but yeah, I mean, they might not get to fifty. Yeah, it's going to be a grounded out game. And some people don't like that style of basketball. I do. I, I love mean, I, it. I, I yeah. don't mind it a bit. So. You know that's uh, that's a that's an interesting thing. I wish they would have drawn the opposite side, but you know that's uh, just the way that the you know the the ball bounces sometimes. So if you get a chance and they do end up playing each other, March third at eight thirty at NKU would be that game. So if you get a chance, you definitely want to uh, try to check that one out. Yeah. And then we get to the tenth, which I told you earlier. I won't really say much about the tenth region because. We, we we don't need anybody having any bulletin board material. It's funny a guy, um, Brent Souter, who's the he's an assistant coach at Campbell County. Mm-hmm. He he tweeted something out the other day about this is the time of year when people go back and look at Twitter and look at their tweets to find some kind of motivational tweet. Yep. You know, and it's true. You know, people like they they get tore up over it. But um, in the tenth, you know, I wonder uh, if we're that important yet, John. Oh, I, I don't know about all that, but they're probably going back and read week, listening to week one. Well, that Moore guy, he said Paducah Town was going to win the first. Well, prove him wrong and win it. You know, like, just crazy <laughs> stuff like that. People look for anything to give an edge. But um, anyway, in the 10th region, you know, you got Clark County and Bracken in the first round, and um, Campbell County and Harrison are on the same side. You know, Clark County and Campbell have been towards the top. You know, we've been up there with them all year as far as the records go. Campbell beat Clark at Clark second week of the season um, by eight points. So, you know, that's that's a game that people want to see. Would be a really, really, really good game. Um, And then down in the bottom, I think the bottom bracket, you know, I was sitting there and we were doing the draw, and that bottom bracket worked out the way it did, and it's just like, wow. Um, You know, you got Pendleton County versus Paris and Mason County versus Scott High. And you look at it, and, you know, Paris beat Pendleton the last week of the season. Um, and then they turn around and play here in the first round of the district or the region. Mm-hmm. You know, we beat Paris in overtime. So Paris, it was right there with, with Clark County, and they could have been a winner. And then yeah. you look at the other side, Scott High comes in as a loser, and they lost by one to Campbell County in regulation on a game that was, you know, no, I don't think anybody led by more than three or four points that whole game. So, you know, you look at that and that bottom bracket is just anybody, use, could, any of those four teams could be playing in the finals. We uh, use the term parity a lot, but I think that you see a lot of it in the tenth this year. Oh, you definitely do. That that I really, I mean, we play we play on a, on, on Wednesday night, so I'll definitely be there Thursday to check out those two games. They're going to be, I mean, anybody could win those games I, if. If you were to tell me Pendleton, Paris, Mason, or Scott were in the finals, I would. I really wouldn't be shocked. Um, you know, Paris is, is is a difficult team. They really like to pressure you and get after you. Pendleton County, to me, is one of the. You know, I've seen them play a lot, and they're just. You have to play them 
differently than anybody because they've got a guy like Dante go out and get 50. Uh-huh. But they've got a bunch of guys around the perimeter that can knock it down. So you can't if you if you if you spend too much time trying to take Dante away, he can make it past the guy if they're shooting an open three, and that's where they can get you. So that Pendleton County Paris matchup, you know, that's a rematch from a week ago. Um, Paris. Um, beat them, like I said, Pendleton County was up four or five at the half, and Paris ended up winning by 11. Now they hit some free throws down the stretch to extend that. I think it was about a, it probably was about four or five, six points there down towards the end. I'm sure both of them are spending a lot of time on huddle or crossover this week. Oh, I mean, I'm sure your boy Coach Belcher probably hasn't stopped watching film, but um, <laughs> probably not. Yeah, that's that's a good matchup. And then Mason County and Scott High, you know, Scott High. They, they were a runner-up in their district last year and, and made the semifinal state tournament. So, um, you know, they played Mason early in the year, and, and Mason beat them. But Mason, you know, they've had some kids that have decided not to play anymore. They've got some injuries. So they're not the same team they were when those two teams played the first time. So though that bottom bracket in the 10th region is really, really like any of those teams could be in the finals and any of them could lose in the first round. So, um I really am looking forward to watching that. And now that region is held at Mason County at the Fieldhouse. So, um, you know, Mason Which County is also got, another another venue that is awesome. Yeah, great venue. So Mason County may be a little advantage being at home, but um, the the Saturday or I'm sorry, the Monday semifinal games are going to be really good. Um, I'm not going to make any predictions. Like I said, um, I don't like to talk about things that involve my team, but um, it's going to be a fun week, and, and whoever comes out of the 10th is going to really have earned their way there to Rep Arena, so it should be a good week in Mason County. I agree. So now we get to the 11th region, and as always, you've got three or four teams that could win the state championship, <laughs> you know? You do. And Not always only happens. one of them is going to go. Um, I want to talk about the bottom part of the bracket first because it's the top part. We'll, we'll get to that. But Scott County draws Madison Southern. Woodford County draws Lafayette. The, the absolute perfect draw for Scott County. Um, yes. Because they stay away from some of those teams that we've talked about all year. So I, I, if Scott County is not in the championship, I'll be shocked. I mean, mm-hmm. just so, I mean Lafayette on nights is good enough to beat them. But the way they've been playing lately, you know, I'm not sure that they can. So, you get to the top bracket now. LCA, Drew Frankfurt, and then Madison Central and Bryan Station. I mean, what a matchup for a first-round region game. Bryan Station beat Madison Central twice this year, and Madison Central went on a spurt where they just beat everybody, you know? So it's like, right. Madison Central got really hot, and I think that Brown Station and Madison Central might be the funnest game to watch in this whole bracket. That's just my be, opinion. It's, yeah. two, it's two differing styles. Um, yeah. But then, you know, it's at EKU, so it's a home. It's sort of a home court advantage for, for Madison Central because they're in Richmond, and they pack that place out when they play. Um, so, you know, you look at – I think LCA will get by Frankfurt. Frankfurt's a year away from being pretty good. You've got all those guys back next year. Um, but then LCA, you know, plays the winner of Madison Central, Bryan Station. Like, then if you win that game, you're probably going to play Scott County. So if Madison Central or Bryan Station win the region, they will have, without a doubt, earned it. <laughs> yeah, so, 100%. Know, I would, 
personally, I would love to see Madison Central Scott County Championship, but LCA is good enough to win the whole thing. Right. So, you know, but that's going to be a really good one. And like I said, it's an EKU. Um, I just, I, I'm not going to, I don't know, Scott County and somebody in the finals, but <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. It's really, it's high quality basketball people. If you get a chance, you know, obviously I'm a little biased because I spent my whole life in the region, but it's just, it's going to be fun. That, that, but I haven't, and I say get out and watch it because it will be. Oh good. man, it's great. And, um, all their games are broadcast on PrepSpin, which yeah. is a free service. You can stream it off YouTube. So if you if you live out in western Kentucky and you want to watch some of these games, or you live way out in eastern Kentucky, you know, you can check them out, um, which I kind of have mixed feelings about that, whether <laughs> the, the broadcasting rights, which we'll get into that later. But anyway. Is that um, going to be what makes you mad this week? Yeah, it's one of the two things that's made one of the two. Oh, yeah, I mean mm-hmm. you've got room, you've got ground to make up because of last week we got kind of cut short. So. Oh, last week what what made what made me mad was nothing. It's what made you mad. Yeah, that's true. But we'll not talk about that. I'm, Kayla, I'm officially got mad last week. I'm officially over it. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, you text you were still texting me about that on like Wednesday or Thursday. So I know it took I me a little bit. It did. That's um, funny. The 12th region. 12th region. Uh, you know, I want to give a nod to Boyle County for for making it though, because of our boy Jason Alexander. And oh, I don't. I'm not surprised they made it. Now, Jason will tell you I'm he not, thinks they're gonna win the whole daggone thing. I know, but, but I'm Jason's biased. So. He, very much so. Uh, but um, but with with reason he's got a kid that plays who yeah, is very son, talented. Yeah, son, so. son's point guard. Yeah. Um, yeah. But twelfth region is at Pulaski County, mm-hmm. um, Boyle County and Southwestern, and then Pulaski County West Jessamine in that top part. And you know West Jessamine missed a three pointer that would have beat or either tied Mercer to get yeah. to the to to in the championship of that. So I look at Boyle County. And then I think Pulaski and West Jessamine will be a really good game. If West Jessamine gets hot, they can beat anybody. From they got a lot of guys that can shoot the ball really well. So um, I think Pulaski, you know, we've talked about them. They've got the Fitzgerald kid and the Danny Butt, who are two really good players, and they're playing at home. So um, if 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 I had to pick, I'd probably say Pulaski will get by West Jess. But then you got Boyle Pulaski, which I think would be a really really good game. And then yeah. the bottom, Wayne County, Somerset. Mercer County, Danville. Um, Mercer County is my pick out of that whole bottom bracket, but, you know, anything can well, happen. Mercer County, Danville is a tough matchup because Danville's really athletic, mm-hmm. and they can give Mercer County some problems. Now, Mercer County beat them early in the year, but Danville didn't have any of their football guys because, they, you know, they right. won the state championship. So, um, but then, you know, Wayne County, Somerset, you know, Somerset's had a good year. They, unfortunately, they, they have Pulaski County in their district that to deal with. So, um, Jerron Dunbar's done a great job there. So you got a first-year head coach at Somerset, and then you got Rodney Woods, who's been coaching forever at Wayne County. So that'll be a good first-round matchup too. Um, I, I don't really want to get into who I think is going to win or make it to the finals or whatever, because mm-hmm. you know I told you I wasn't going to try to make too many on that. But if it wouldn't surprise me if you saw Mercer. Pulaski, Mercer, Boyle, you know, it could be anything. I think you got to give Pulaski a little bit of an edge if they're playing at home. Right. Um, so, but that's another competitive region. 
got some really talented kids in that region, you know, Fitzgerald and um, Fitzgerald from Pulaski and Trayvon Faulkner from uh, Mercer County are two kids that are finalists for Mr. Basketball. Both are signed Division One scholarships. So great, great um, players. But they got to get there. You know, they got to get there to the mm-hmm. finals before they can play. So um, that could be that could be a pretty good uh, that should be a pretty good uh, regional tournament too. So now we get to the 13th. Are you going to take the mountains? I am going to take the mountains. The whole the whole shebang. Um, I mean, you can you can get some input if you want, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you it, you you know you know a little bit more about it than me, so you be go right ahead. Everybody's been everybody's a little disappointed in the 13th because Corbin and Knox Central ended up on the same side of the bracket, so um, they're going to end up in. Well, we don't know for sure, but they could end up in that semifinal game. So your two best teams, you know, have to play each other in the semifinals. Um, you know, Harlan County and South Laurel is going to be a good matchup. They split during the season, but uh, you know, JJ Ramey is shooting 50, like 54% from the field, and South Laurel travels well. So, uh, you know, I'm probably going to give South Laurel the nod there. North Laurel and Lynn Camp, um, not really heard a lot out of either one of them this season, but I think that they're pretty well, much. Well, I've seen North Laurel play. They played in the um, event that we held. Um, in January, and they lost on the last second shot. Yeah, they lost on the last second shot, but you know, Lynn Camp's record—they've been pretty good. You know, they've mm-hmm. they've played the schedule they played, but um, yeah, that's some, there's some good, you know, some good matchups in that one. You know, they're a good, yeah, they're a good. Can you imagine the arena and Corbin on semifinal night if you've got Knox Central, Corbin, South Laurel, North Laurel playing? Oh, it'll be crazy. That you know, that's what I was oh. thinking. I was looking at this bracket today, and I was like. Man, you know, North and South, they, they, all, they hate each other, they're rivals. And I have not seen a mountain student section as good as South Laurel in a long time. So, you know, they travel well anyway. I, I just think that they, this is a great setup as far as, like, fan attendance goes. You know, like I said, there was a disappointment that Knox Central and Portman ended up on the same side. But, you know, only one winner could come out anyway. So Right. Um, so, yeah, 13th is going to be nice. Yeah. And and I think you're going to see a lot of in the mountains. You're you're not seeing a lot of um, crazy good teams that could you know make a run at the state tournament. But you also you're seeing a lot of teams that are even evenly matched. You know you've got a lot of you know kind of trading wins and losses going on. You know it's just it's just been good competitive basketball. And we've seen like larger crowds in the area too because you know they're good games. They're not blowouts. They're not you know real low-scoring games where you're just sitting down and playing D. I mean, it's, it's just been some good matchups regardless of whether they're down or up as far as talent goes. Um, right. We'll, we'll go to the 14th. And Powell and Perry County is going to be a good game. I'm, I'm at the bottom of the bracket starting. I think Powell and Perry County is going to be a good game because simply they, they fairly coached at Powell County, and we talked, at him, talked about him last week. He right. uh, He's been there before. But, you know, and the – you know, even though Powell County lost to Perry County twice in the season, the last game that they played each other, it was just it was just a single digit point difference. So I I think Powell County let, can do it. So let me ask you something. Sure. About the fourteenth region. Sure. Cordia beat Knott County Central in a district championship. They did. Have they actually torn down the building out, Cordia? Because I'm sure those people in Knott County are tore up. <laughs> tore up. 
Uh, and you I, know what? I'm not. I'm just saying, like, look, let's just let's just call a spade a spade. You know, there's been issues between Cordy and Knott County for the last for years. five, six years. Yeah. So, you know, um, God, Cordy won that. They fight. You know, people have always said, even in past years when Cordy they won all A and they've been really good. When Roderick was coaching, they're like, they can't beat Knott County. They can't beat Knott County. They never could get it done. Well, and they got they it done did. finally. Yeah. Oh man! And, and sadly, this this is the last. I mean, they have condemned the Cordia school from what last I heard, because of like structural issues and you know. It's yeah, just I read. Found, I, I mean, I think they sent the high school kids to what the old they sent them to the an old school to finish both of them, the high school and yes. the middle school kids. So yes. Um, but yeah, hopefully they can get some of that stuff fixed and they can keep their school. But gosh, I bet it was a long night. Oh, they're not county. Oh, no doubt. And you know, not county. Not county comes in as a loser, but they're good enough to win a daggone thing. They, 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 they are. win that region. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And you know, uh, Estill County's kind of a dark horse because they've been in the mix with with the top three teams the whole time, and right. they're on a seven game win streak. So yeah, and I'm they've not got really... you know, Caleb Bonnie's a good player for them. You he know, is. Coach Fraley was talking to us about him last week. Yeah, that was actually the one player that. Coach Riley talked about is Caleb yeah. Bonnie. I mean, he's he's pretty much the truth in the in that region. So you've got again a lot of good matchups, um, and we're not going to predict who wins or loses. But I think that you're going to have quite a bit of a battle going going the whole way. So um, yeah. in in the fifteenth, my home, we had yeah. <laughs> we had some crazy things happen last week. Um, you know, I just all I know is I saw on social media that. Tommy McKenzie was a miracle worker after the draw. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. I want to I want to clarify something to people because I'm not sure people understand how this process works. Okay. I don't think so anybody I'm, knows. I, they, unless I'm, you wanna, know, they don't know. Right. I want to. I'm going to break this down for you all. I mean, obviously, you know, you can't draw the the team from your district. Right. District teams have to be on opposite sides of the bracket. That means yes. they can't meet again until the finals. Yes. So the way this works is when you walk in and you do this draw, all the teams that won their district, they draw out a pill with a number on it. Okay. And it has to be an even number. Well, we do it. The, the winners are odd, odd numbers. numbers. Yeah. yeah. Odd so numbers. then they put you on the bracket, right? So, for example, like, we, we you, you walk in, you, they, they have a little bottle. The, the first team, that's it's their turn to draw, and they usually, you know, rotate that each year. It's. It's usually like one district has the let first me, draw. Let me stop you for a second because this year the 15th did something they'd never done before. They drew for the draw. Which is dumb. <laughs> so they, they drew for the order in which you, you draw. Which, which is it, it dumb. Just, it just adds it's more math dumb. to it. it anyway. Adds more, adds more statistics to it. But anyway. Let me, let me just – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. cut this short. This, yeah. is what, this is what I want to say. Winners – Aren't necessary. Aren't really drawing per se. They're drawing right. a spot on the bracket. Yeah. So when the losers draw, they they're they're really the ones that are drawing teams because the teams yeah. are already up there. Mm-hmm. So then when the losers draw, they're kind of the one like okay, um, for example, like okay, Trinity got the one, so they're at the top of the bracket. We don't want to pull that two ball out. Have to play them in the first round. So like you know, it's not necessarily. I think people understand how it works. It's not like we walk in and. You know, okay, uh, Johnson Central, you've won your district. Here's a here's a list of teams 
you can pick out to draw. It doesn't work that way. No. Winners, winners are literally drawing a spot on the bracket. Mm-hmm. Then losers are drawing a spot on the bracket. So really, if you want to talk about, oh, such and such draw, such, losers are really the ones that are drawing teams more so than the winners are. So what you're saying is, is that whoever draws the best team in the region, well, the, the supposed best team in the region as a loser coming into the region tournament is just unlucky instead of vice versa. Instead of a, a winner of, getting a lucky draw. Instead yeah, of Tom McKenzie being a ninja. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I see that a lot. I see people yeah. that, that talk about, oh, man, he got a great draw. Well, he was a winner, so really he drew a great spot on the bracket. So yeah. anyway, well, go ahead with 15. I think for years that Tommy just had came out smelling like a rose with the, with the draw, and that's really just kind of where the running joke goes. But right. you, if you know Tommy McKenzie at all, you know that he's a great coach. Oh, he yeah, gets it, he gets guy. it done. He gets it done with what he has to work with year in and year out. And he develops players. He develops them from from their feeder program up. I mean, he he really just has it going on. He he's from Johnson Central. He you know he gets kids to buy in because he's from there. You know, he's just got a system, and it works out for him. More often than it doesn't. So, right. Um, I think people say that because of Johnson Central's size, that's why they're in it every year. But I think if they, you know, followed Tommy McKenzie around very, very long, they would realize that it's probably a little to do with with the program itself. Nice. But um, anyway, there's some the, really good matchups in the 15. There are. Um, I want to talk about Johnson Central and Paintsville, the, the district final, though, because you know how that's a boiling. Fiery was a, what was a one or two point game on it? Jacob Rice. I mean, and this is what you and I have talked about not being for the shot clock. Well, Tommy has pulled a page out of Randy McCoy's book at some point this season, and they had the ball for about a minute and a half. And Jacob Rice finally gets to the top of the key. He drives in and he lays it in with about with about five seconds left. Layup, yeah. in, you know, in you know, in traffic, game winner. So. So yeah. that was that was an epic end to the fifty seven district tournament. And, you know, both both Paintsville and Johnson Central made it obviously and Paintsville's there for the first time since two thousand eight. So that's that's a big deal for them to even be there. But I think they just really coach Landon Sloney's kinda new. He just really kinda wanted to clinch that district title. But it was at home. Johnson Central had a great uh pet section, so it was just you know I saw some videos. I'm sure you tweeted them out, but I saw some really good videos of their I um, did. Student section, their student section, they kind of did something with like a 90s mashup with the dance team. It was pretty cool. Um, but I want to talk about Belfry a little bit. They're playing good at the right time, and they can, they won their district, and I don't think anybody really would have thought that at the beginning of the season that they would be district champions. Mm-hmm. But I think they're looking to make a little bit of noise in the, in the regional tournament. I mean, I know that everybody is, but I think all along everybody thought Pikeville, 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 when these teams, you know, the team that really intrigues me is Floyd. Is Floyd Central? Yeah. Um, I saw them play some this summer, and obviously their new program, new school, yeah. Coach Spurlock, you know. So they they're another team that I kind of heard that they they you know they had a chance to win the region. So. Mm-hmm. Floyd Central could, and they have the cast. They have Jr. Tackett, and he's just really kind of somebody that can get it done no matter what. Not not necessarily like your real set up play fundamental player, but I mean he can get to the basket and nobody can guard him. Yeah, so, he's a nice player. I just want to play this summer. He's a nice player. So I think that Floyd Central and Paintsville it's going to be a battle. But but you and I have talked, and I think that at this moment, Pikeville and Johnson Central are your favorites. 
But again, in the 15th, there's so much parity that anybody could win it. Literally, anybody in this field could win this 15th region tournament. So I wouldn't be surprised if any of these names showed up as your champion. And then we, we've got the 16th. I saw a really funny cartoon about the 16th region. I think somebody from Ashland Daily, maybe Zach Cram, uh, tweeted it. It was a it was a cartoon with uh, Ashland's mascot and Boyd County's mascot drawing their perfect bracket out, and Ashland's mascot had drawn Ashland to the end, and Boyd County's mascot had, had drawn Boyd County to the end, and that's pretty much I think how everyone feels about it that it's going to be Ashland and well, Boyd at the end. They played four but, times this year and split. Yeah. So. So you know Boyd won the district. But, you know, the game, like, Morgan they, Morgan County Ashland played the first round. Morgan County's got a really nice record. Yeah. They really haven't played the same level of competition Ashland has. Right. But the first round game that really intrigues me is Raceland versus Bass because that was a, the finals of the 16th region All-A, and Raceland got, you know, beat Bass. Yeah. So that's a rematch of that. I think that's going to be a really good first round game. I think so, too. I think Bart Williams is going to come back prepared and and maybe, you know, it's out to win against Raceland this time because he, you know, they've got a good team. Bath County's a, a pretty good team. They're athletic, and you know, Bart's son's a senior, and he's playing really well. I, I think that the 16th again has got a lot of good matchups. But you know, like I told you earlier, I think Ashland and Boyd County might be in the finals. I'm not 100. That'd be the fifth time they play this year. It would. I'm not 100% certain, but you know, you never can be in these situations. No, it's just, like I said, that time of year, strange things happen. Yep. And I think that you always have that Ashland. Ashland has that been there tradition mentality. They so they think, do, but here's the yeah. thing about Ashland to me. They do have a great history, great tradition. They won a lot. But, you know, they haven't been to the state tournament. They haven't won the region since 2002. I know. It was just crazy to say when you think of Ashland, but, you know, Coach Howell was on that team. Yep. You know, Jeremy Howell, who's the coach at Ashland, was on the last team that won it. So... You know, it's crazy. I never you, – you, you look at Ashland and you're like, oh, yeah, they've definitely won at least one or two in the last ten years, and they haven't. So they're Which definitely is surprising. to get back there. And, you know, you know Elliott County – had that long run Elliott, Elliott County. Well, yeah. and, and Elliott County had a run, and Rowan County had a little bit of a run there too. So, you know, it's not been um, cut and dry like you would expect. So Ashland and Boyd County are both teams that haven't been in the state tournament forever. So – that would be it'd be great if they played each other in the finals as far as just a if you if you were, you know, a fan of those two teams. Like I told you in week one, if Ashland and Boyd County played in a region championship, I'm going to Ashland robbing <laughs> the bank. Because <laughs> there um, will be nobody no, in nobody town. Nobody in town. Right. So yeah, that that uh region's at Moorhead. So a col- another college venue. And that's a great venue to play in because it's not super large. They're going to have more people show up for the regional tournament than they did for their actual men's basketball games this year. But I probably shouldn't say that. I know well. Well, I mean, that's just what you do, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I have a – if you don't have anything else, like, up and coming to talk about, I have a really good feel-good story I want to talk about out of Breathitt County. Um, Go ahead. You you know, Coach Doug Noble, he's an assistant at Breathitt, and his son Trey plays for Breathitt County High School. Well, they – they had won, and there's this picture kind of circulating on social media of everybody kind of piling in the center of the court 
but Trey elects to go and hug his dad, kind of like, hey, we finally we did it, you know. Right. So I that that was that hit me in the feels, you know. I, I like to get in my feelings once in a while. Let me so I, let me ask you something. Yeah. How do you feel about fans rushing the court? How do I feel about it? Right. In what instance? Okay, is it postseason? Yes. I'm okay with it. Is it regular season? Not okay with it. I don't think you should rush the court after winning the district championship. Why? Because that's not your ultimate goal. No, it's not. But I don't know. I'm cool with it. Postseason, I'm cool with it. Regular season, I'm not. I've seen I've seen it happen during the regular season. I don't understand it. That kind of just makes you look tacky. District championship, yes. Um, and then I mean, also. I just, I just don't like it. So. It's just fun, but you know, they, you got to understand. Sometimes there are there are kids that haven't been there in forever. Like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, I mean, if you win the regional championship, that's okay. You go ahead. Well, what's what's the difference? Are you saying that districts don't matter? Because I just <laughs> think you should come in. Of course, I think districts matter. You know, what I, think I, I think I think I got I think I got you there. I mean, you don't have not, me. I just think that you should have your expectations should be a little higher. They should, but nothing wrong with celebrating a little bit. No, I guess not. Especially at your home court if you win the district championship. Go ahead, by all means, storm the court. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a good story. um, It is. That just shows you, you know, Trey's a good kid. He respects his dad, loves what he's done for him all these years. You know, hey, I'm going to – this is where I'm going first. This is family's most important. Then I'm going to celebrate. So, um, I I like that. So, so good on Trey Noble for for being that way. Um, Two thousand points and one thousand point career milestones. I didn't get to cover any of those last week, so I got a little mm-hmm. bit of ground to make up, but not much. Um, White yeah. Battle, White Battle, Pike, reached, cool. yeah. yeah, from Pikeville, we reached two thousand points. Um, you had Grant Walsh at Pendleton County with a thousand, Holston Blankenship at Belfry with a thousand, Gerald Gray and Trey Hill at PRP with a thousand. Nolan Strand of uh, Holy Cross up in Covington, 1,000 yep. points. Corey Johnson of Whitley County. Ryan Cooper of GRC. Kelly yep. Potter of Shelby Valley, 1,000 points. Congrats, guys. So be good. And Eric Boone of Bryan Station surpassed 1,500. Yeah, he did. Last week. He did. We can talk yeah. about it. And I don't – I don't. it's not that 1,500 is not a milestone, but I don't put out graphics other, other than 1,000. Right. 1, 000, no, 2, I understand 3, that. Yeah. But I did. I did – tweet that picture that they had made of him which was really awesome yeah yeah so congrats to everyone that um got their milestones yeah that's a great accomplishment in a career um thousand and two thousand it's harder to reach than people realize and you know even though a thousand seems like less it's really not especially if you play at a team that kind of shares the scoring so right uh, you want to talk about what makes you mad this week? You said you had two things. Yeah, I do. <laughs> the first one, the first one's not really what makes me mad. I just think it's hilarious. Okay. So like, you go to these regional tournament draws, and for people that that haven't like had a chance to do it, like it, it like it gets intense. There are people in there that act ridiculous. Does it get um, intense? Because oh I've never seen. I've, gosh. I've been to probably seven region draws now, and I've not. I've not witnessed an issue. I'm not saying that we had issues. I'm just yeah. saying that, like, 
there are people literally squirming in their seats oh. over what happens and people like taking deep breaths and just I mean, like here's my thing. I get it. Everybody wants to get a good draw. You want to get a good draw. You don't want to have to play if, if you want to get the easiest path you can to get to rough. And I get that. But like what's your goal? Is your goal to say that you were a region finalist and you got beat? Like, are we talking like, oh, we're going to hang a banner in our gym because we were 15th region runner-up? No. So why do you? Why do people get? I just, it, 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 I think it's hilarious when people get tore up. Like, you know, like my friend in Larue County was tore up, was so worried. Oh my gosh, we're going to draw on the same side of the bracket as John Harden. Oh my gosh. Oh, so you got to beat him anyway. Like, what's your uh, goal? Is your goal just to say, we're here, yay, we're in the regional final and then lose? No. I, think the, I think the problem here, John, is that not everybody's as robotic as you. <laughs> they're I'm just saying, they're like, emotions. what are we doing here? Are we not going in with the expectation that we want to win the thing? Not, well, great job, guys. You made the semifinals of the region. And I get it. Not I every think team everybody wants to win. Right. And, and, and I get it. I get it. Like, there are teams that know, think that they can win the region. Okay, that's fine, but I'm not going to prepare any less or any more if I do or don't think I can win the region. Like, I, I just think it's funny, like, people want to see two good teams draw on the same side of the bracket or two good teams want to be opposite so they can say, well, at least we made it to the regional final. No, like, have high expectations of yourself. If, you, if you're the number one team in the region and the number two team in the region draw on the same side as you, so what? you got to beat them anyway. So you're like, saying step your game up, basically. I'm saying don't be getting all worked up in these daggone regional <laughs> tournament draws about this stuff, walking out of the daggone thing, like, oh, we got a good draw. Like, why? I think, I think the reason Because you want to be fun. a runner-up? Because you want to be a runner-up? I don't think anybody feels that way, though. I, don't, I, I do. Don't think, I think do you're you? wrong. I think there okay. are certain people. I think there are plenty of people that come in with the mindset of, well, we're not good enough to beat Team A. But you know what? If Team A and Team B are on the same side of the bracket, that means I got a better chance to get into the finals. And you know what? That's all I'm really too worried about. Is I can say, oh, it's a regional final. But I'm different than most people. Like you I are. don't care if I'm 0 and 30. I don't want to go in there with the attitude of just happy to be here. That's just not right. What are you telling your kids? Hey guys, guess what? Trinity and Ballard are on the same side of the bracket, so we got a chance to get to the finals. Now, we can't be one of the teams, but hey. No, come on, man. Like, line it up, let's play. Like, it shouldn't matter who you draw, where you draw, who draws when and what. Like, you don't have to beat that team anyway. I know, I realize you're a no-fun zone, but I think that's the fun of it, though, is the math and the the probability, the the way that the draw changes the probability. I'm sorry, I'm I'm not getting nerdy because I, I do teach math, but... It's just that's the fun part of it. I know that some people act ridiculous because that's what happens in sports nowadays. But um, but I think that any time that you can get a team on the opposite side of you and hope that somebody else can knock them out, and then you can beat the person that knocks them out. Sure. But that's uh, I don't think they look at. It. I think there are certain people that don't look at it that way. I think no. they just they're like, I'm happy to be here. Oh, guess what? I might be able to get further than I thought because the better teams are on the other side of the bracket. But I think so, I think some people look at it as, oh, this team matches up better with this team and could do me a favor because I can beat the team that team. I think that. there is some of that, but yeah. at the same time, I think there's a lot more of 
oh, we got a great draw, so I don't have to worry about it. I think it's stupid. <laughs> well, um, I want to I want to give a shout out because Sacred Hearts we did something very awesome. Yeah, I know it's awesome. I saw that. So they're they are working on getting caught up on our podcast, but they're also going to work on getting us more girls' basketball information. That right. would be fantastic. Um, we've we've said before, you know, if we had access, you know, if we had more information, we'd talk about it more. You know, yeah. I, I I'm a I'm a boys coach, and I'm I know a lot more about boys basketball than I do girls. I know a little bit, but not enough mm-hmm. to where I feel comfortable, you know, going in depth like I do with the boys part of it. So, but if we had the information, then we did. Yeah, do I'd be it. more than happy to share it. You know, let us know. We will definitely talk about it. And I saw the same thing. I saw the tweet. And it was very appreciative. They spoke very highly of what we had talked about in, mm-hmm. in our coverage and stuff in our content. So, so, so as a as a girls basketball program, they understood that we don't cover them very much, but they but they appreciated what we do at the same time. So right, really, they they said they were going to work on getting us, mm-hmm. you know, more information. So mm-hmm. that'd be so great. I'm really I'm really thankful for that that kind of support and that tweet. I really appreciate it. So shout out to them. I don't know if you have anybody else you want to say. Want oh, to give, oh, I know. got some shout outs. Oh, okay. We didn't get to them last week. Oh, yeah, and your um, boys were for, disappointed. They were. I got a text that said they were disappointed. But my first one goes to, you know how I've talked all year about this buddy of mine that's official and that he's so good he works in three different regions. Big time, right? Big time. Well, because we go out of region for officials, he yeah. will now be officiating in his fourth different region this year. Ooh. That's got to be some kind of state record. I mean, Absolutely. this man, I mean, he is so, I mean, I strive to one day be on his level of just how much he is He is a priority to people. I mean, he is a wanted man. I mean, you have traveled across the grand state of Kentucky to show your officiating skills. <clears throat> and I just have to give him a shout out because he will be heading to this fourth different region to officiate basketball. Hey man, and bring your skills this way because we need a little help. Who y'all got? Who's the 15th region get? We got 14th and the 14th got mm-hmm. the 15th. So. Gotcha. I don't know. I'd heard we got the 6th or the 7th and I heard we got the 16th. I don't know. I don't care who we got. Yeah. We just going to play the game anyway. So. Well, and nine times out of ten, you know, actually I'm going to say 99.9% of the time it does not decide the outcome of a game. So. Ref ain't shooting no shots. Yeah. So. Well, you know, you got your you got your big-time official, his uh, shout-out. You got anybody else? I mean, just the normal, you know, my group, they were looking forward to it today. And, you know, good luck to everybody around the state this week. And if your season is already over – you know, don't you know? Don't hang your head. It's that time of year, and at the end of the day, everybody's season's going to end except for one team's going to finish with a win. Everybody else will have a loss. So, you know, and no matter what, the, that ball goes flat for everybody at some point. So, mm-hmm. you know, you did what you did, and you know, as long as you left your odd on the floor, that's that's all you can say about it. You have a player of the week this week, John? Well, you know, I was thinking about that. Yeah. And I don't really. I didn't want to give one this week, and I don't want to do a top five ranking this week just because okay. it's, that, it's just that time of year. And, you know, if I was to give a top five ranking right now, probably three teams would be from the same region, and then one, two of those aren't even going to make – maybe all three wouldn't even make it out. So, right. you know, I just don't. Um, I think the best way – I think what we can do, you know, next week we'll, we'll probably talk about some regional semis and mm-hmm. finals matchups. 
um, when we get to the state tournament, because we're going to have a show the week before the state tournament starts, we will rank our teams 1 through 16. Okay. I'm cool with that. You know, they do that in the paper, too. They rank them, you know, 1 through 16, computer ranking-based, but either way. Um, but, yeah, that's, I don't want to give a player – there was a lot of good performances by people this week to yeah. get their their teams not necessarily win the district, but to just get them to the district championship so they can get to that regional tournament. So, um, you know, um, it's it's hard to pick just one for me. Yeah, week. just because cause we're in the postseason and every win's a big deal. So. Right, yep. All right, well, if you've got nothing else, I think that we're we're done for the week. As I always say, get out, support your favorite team, go to some of these regional tournaments, check out the KHSA scoreboard um, app, and it'll show you where people are playing, times and dates. Um, it's 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 come it's a, it's just great, you know. I mean, gonna be a lot that of tears. Scoreboard has tears come a shed. long way. It has. There's gonna be a lot of tears shed this week, yeah. good and bad. So, yeah. you know, good luck to everyone. Be safe if you do hit the roads to travel. Hope that you your favorite team wins. You know, and if they don't, we'll get it next year. That's the beauty of high school basketball. <laughs> Only All one right, champion. Guys. Thanks for turning in, tuning in to uh, Bluegrass Basketball again. And my name's Kayla. You know, you guys know John. We'll right. see you again next week. See you.